Hello everyone and welcome to the 10th, oh my gosh, 10th episode of Dyslexia My Experiences, a series where I talk about what experiences I've had as a young mixed race dyslexic woman. And I'm still baffled that we're on episode 10, so thank you for everyone who's always tuned in and supported. And it's fitting that the last episode for a little bit is Reflections. I really wanted to take this time to look back at the journey I've had so far, what changes there's been since 2021, because it's a madness. I'll be real, so many things have happened. And I really just wanted time to reflect. As a dyslexic person, my brain is constantly moving and I'm always thinking. And I'm a really big advocate for just reflecting. Sometimes sitting back, looking at a scenario, what was good, what went, what wasn't so good, just reflecting. And that's what I really wanted to achieve on today's episode. So the first thing I really wanna say is just, like I said, a massive, massive thank you. I never thought I would receive the amount of support and love that I have from just sharing my two cents, ranting and raving every now and then. And I appreciate it. And the fact that I can be helpful to so many people is something that's very, very addictive. And I'm gonna to continue to push out loads of more content because I've got some really cool things in the pipeline. And what I do, I share my experiences because I want others to feel like they're not alone, that other people are experiencing. And if I can push through sometimes the way I'd be pushing through, anyone can, it is just a case of finding your flow, finding your rhythm and working hard. I'm not gonna deny there's so much hard work that goes into what I do. And sometimes people only get to see the aftermaths, the positiveness, me coming on here, being me, speaking. This is this is me, but there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. Like, I'll be real with you, today has been a madness. I have been back to back to back, meeting to meeting. And I thought, maybe I shouldn't do this live. But then I was like, no, I'm gonna be true to myself and I'm gonna stick it through because it's not easy sailing. And I don't do this because it's easy sailing, because it's not, I do it because I have a real passion for it and there's a message I wanna get out there for other young people. So why did I wanna talk about reflection? Well, recently I was at the dyslexia show that was in the NEC on Friday and Saturday. And it was an eye opener. Like I had people coming up to me saying, oh my gosh, you're the girl from Instagram, your page is like green and white. And they were coming up to me and they're saying that they're following my work, this, that and the other. And I was like, really? You know who I am? Because in my head, I just have a very small community of people. I don't realize that more people tune into what I do. And it was really like a, oh wow, like a step back moment. And it's why I wanted to talk about it because experiencing that now is crazy when you have teachers telling you that you wouldn't succeed. It's crazy when you've had people talk to you as if you're stupid and that you're dumb. And boy, how I wish they could see what I'm doing right now. Because there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into what happens. And I really wanted to reflect. So I started this in 2021. And I truly just hopped on here because I wanted to, ex I wanted to learn what dyslexia was. So I went on that journey of trying to find out and actually my page was 
private before it became public because I didn't it was just for me it was a personal project during Covid that I needed to entertain my thoughts and my head with and so I started to see more and more people actually didn't know what dyslexia was so I says let me just let me just share it probably no one will pay no attention to it and it will just be in the background so it's crazy to see where that has led to and before I tell you where it's led to I wanted to talk about my upbringing slightly because I realized it even more at the dyslexia show the other day is that I am very very grateful for the upbringing I had was it easy hell no being a only child to a single parent is not easy and growing up in Newtown definitely not easy but if I wasn't exposed to dance to sports to theater would I be in the position that I'm in now? I highly doubt it. And it really got me reflecting a lot over the weekend that I'm very thankful, now it's gonna sound weird, but I'm very thankful for having to grow up quick. That whole reason and needing to grow up quick to help support my mom, to help her out because she is a fellow dyslexic person, meant that I had to grow up, meaning I had to do things and I'm reflecting on that now. And yes, it was very stressful as a young person, but I'm very, very thankful and happy that that happened. I know it sounds crazy, but it's led me down the path that I am now. Not only do I want to work hard to support young people out there who are dyslexic, anyone out there for dyslexic who is dyslexic, I also want to give back to the woman who raised me, the woman who was also dyslexic and struggling. And I feel me doing this is my way of showing that. When I get to speak to parents, I'm like, find a way to get your young people into something active, whether it be sports, whether it be dance, whether it be like just arts and crafts, something that they're good at. Because if my mom didn't find that for me, I don't know what I would be doing. I was a very little, I'm still tiny, but I was an aggressive young person with so much pinned up anger and energy and I had no idea with what to do with it. And my mom helped me to get that out in the best possible way. And it's a reason why I really wanted to reflect because I don't think I give enough credit to where credit is due. And the credit does go to a woman, my mom, who worked so, so, so hard. So I guess it's a little message for any of the parents out there keep pushing keep trying to find something that your young person's good at and support them be patient with them because it really really makes a difference i'm so happy i got entertained with dance and sports because it meant i could burn that energy it meant i was praised growing up because i didn't hear that in the education system so being praised for being good for something or good at something meant so much to me and these are the type of reflections that I'm having and it's great because it's urging me to really want to do more I'm suggesting yeah let's go let's get your get your um par parents get your kids into dance get them into sports but I understand that comes with a cost and having a single parent growing up that cost was difficult my mom worked two jobs to be able to financially support me to go to do dance so I know what I'm asking isn't easy and that makes me want to do something to make it happen. So I just really wanted to reflect on the challenges I've had and how that's helped me to get to where I am now. Like I says, I post on here, I 
rant i rave i'm honest i give you my opinion of what it's like because i don't see it that was the reason why i started doing this i didn't see anyone who looked like me who was dyslexic we all hear richard branson we all hear um Kira knightley if you didn't know she's an actress uh Kira knightley like people i personally could not relate to although i love dance and i love theater i still didn't find these people relatable and that is why I did it. And the more I reflect now, the more it makes sense of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I'm gonna continue to push. I've, I, I do so much. It, sometimes I need time to process. Like a day is one of those days when my brain is like a clock. It is spinning nonstop and it's very difficult to get what I'm saying out. So apologies if this is a little podcast that's a bit all over the place. As the last one, it is what it is. I'm so true and authentic to what I do because I believe you need to see this. It's not always easy being dyslexic. Like my thoughts are never gonna come out like this. They're gonna be like up and down. But yeah, going back to it. Reflection I think is good that we do. And like I said, as dyslexic people, we reflect all the time. If our brain is constantly going, best believe it's constantly reflecting. And there were so many things I took from the dyslexia show that I'm very ready to continue to push to see more of. I want to see more young people. I want to see more coloured people talking about these things. But I understand there's cultural barriers. It, it can be really nervous coming out and speaking about dyslexia at a young age because you think no one's there. And it's that that pushes me to do more. I want to be even louder so the people at the very back can hear me and see that they are not alone. And there's so many of us amazing dyslexic people in a community. We just gotta keep pushing and pushing. So those like other reflections that I had, and I just wanted to kind of bring it first full circle and tell you what's happening, what's going to happen in a sense where so, I don't know if many people know this because I don't talk that much about it. Like I'm a part of a committee for the BDA, British Dyslexic Association, and I'm a part of the cultural perspective cultural perspective committee like i'd be doing things that i don't really talk about because i just keep it internal because i'm trying to do something but then i'm like hold up sometimes i need to talk more because i preach about young people and how we need to be role models for them and how we need to show them people like ourselves doing it but i had to catch myself i was like actually do i even talk about that no i don't like you can be in on big committees as a young person I'm a part of Common Goal, which is an international organisation um, where we use football for the power of good and sport and all of that great stuff. I'm a part of the Youth Council and the Congress Council and I don't talk about it enough because it feels kind of strange, I, I'll be real with you, it feels weird to toot your own horn, but I feel like in order for me to show young people and young dyslexic people that we can do it, I might just have to swallow that pride a bit and just honk the horn because I really want young people to see that we are out there and that we're doing it because I think it's really powerful but these are things that have happened because of this page because of people supporting me liking sharing my stuff it means other people see it, and then other people were messaging me saying oh my gosh let's do a video let's do this and it's crazy that so so much has happened since 2021 and yeah there's so many cool things coming up that I can't wait to share with everyone. Like, I want this dyslexic movement to be just that, a movement. Yes, 
I love my young people. I'm all for young people. I don't want to keep pushing for young people. But I'm here for the dys dyslexic community. No matter shape, size, religion, culture, person. I want this to be a movement for dyslexic people to feel comfortable, to share whatever they want to share. Message me whatever you want to message me. If you have ideas or you just want to sit down and chat, I really want this to be a community where you feel safe to do so because we need to show the rest of the world what we're packing because we're packing a lot as dyslexic people. And yeah, I've got some really interesting stuff, a bit about traveling as a dyslexic person that's coming up. So be sure to listen to it when it gets out. And if there's anything you ever really want to see, just, just say, I'm so down to trying new things, talking about things. There's a lot of things I talk about and I'm like, oh, I should have made a video about that because that's actually really good but then dyslexia humbles me and I completely forget what the good thing was <laughs> I feel like I should just record my life like I should probably just vlog because the amount of ideas I have and I'm not quick enough to write down and I'm like damn but it goes like dyslexia just makes it because they're not ready <laughs> I've come to the idea that they're not ready for the ideas I have just yet but I'm really really looking forward to keep pushing because after reflecting on why I'm doing it and how I got in the position I want, how I got into the position I am now, is pushing me even more to make a change. It's pushing me even more to be that role model. And also, I don't want to be for like the forefront for everyone. I want to learn this knowledge so I can pass it on to others. I want to see so many more people within our community. I don't want to just keep this knowledge or the people I know who are dear to me, who are amazing, powerful people to myself. I want to pass it on. I want this to be like a movement where it's continuous. Like, you want help with something? Oh, you know what? I know someone who can help you with that. I really want to see that. And I know I'm, I'm thinking about what I'm saying in my head and it sounds like a whole mumbo jumbo. So I apologize, but there's like so much that happens in my head and so much that I really want to see. I thought it would be good to just openly reflect because now this is on camera. This is on recording. This is on podcast. I have to hold myself accountable. And this is a scary way of doing it because it's out for the world to see. But I do want to hold my, myself accountable and I will definitely make this a movement where people can just openly be themselves. Like, I don't want it to always be me. I want to collab with people. I want to bring other people involved, give them a chance to have their voices heard, their stories heard, whether it be format version, whether it be blogs now, I'm terrible at writing, but I'm getting in also AI, amazing, you are a game changer for neurodivergent people, there's so much I want to do, so this episode was, I think this helped me more, I think this helped me more than it helped you, so enjoy the, enjoy listening to the inner works of a dyslexic person, this is truly what my brain does. This is how I act if there's no camera. I talk to myself a lot and this just shows what it can be like as a dyslexic person. I've said a million and one things in this and I mean every word of it and I want to make a change and it was good to actually just come on here and reflect because I think it's very important we do so that I reflect inward, inwardly so I can reflect that outwardly and help to make a change. So. That is all I wanted to say today. I am fried today. I've done a lot. And like I said earlier, I probably shouldn't have hopped on, but I wanted to. I wanted to show exactly what it is like to be dyslexic and or a crazy dyslexic like what I am. 
Thank you so much to everyone who has come on, paid attention, listened to me talk. I appreciate everything that you guys do. Those little messages that you leave me saying, I love your work, keep going. It means a lot and it, like I said before, it's super addictive and I'm going to continue because what I wanna do is create more of a safe space for those that aren't even born yet. What I do is for young people, it is for people, it's for the whole community. But I wanna step back and think about those little babies that aren't even born. What is gonna be in place so they don't have to feel like what I did? That's why I do, I've seen at the dyslexic show there was an amazing young woman and she was mixed race, her mom was amazing and I looked at them and I automatically seen myself and it was set from there, I was like, I know what I'm doing is good, but I wanna do more so that little mixed race girl can grow up feeling safe, feeling comfortable, feeling like she's not alone. And that's exactly what I go, that's what I want to achieve. So I'm definitely gonna wrap it up there because I have ranted, I have raved, I've had an open reflective session for myself. So thank you for anyone who stayed to the end and was able to follow that craziness. Like I said, there's a lot more coming. Um, if you do have suggestions, always hit me up. So this is my Instagram at The Dyslexic Movement. For anyone who's listening on my Apple or Spotify podcast, you can find me on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. If there's anything you want me to cover, if there's something you're interested in you want to know more about, please, please just message me and I'll happily talk to you because I speak for England. So with that being said, thank you so much, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this um, end for the series for now. See you later.